Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. How was Arnold up for so many of these films? Look, the world thought they wanted Schwarzenegger as Beetlejuice. Question mark? I'm Jeff Ronan. I'm Amy Jo Jackson. And we are the hosts of And Almost Starring, the podcast where each week we take a film you love. Clueless. The Matrix. Toy Story. Jurassic Park. Alien. The Princess Bride. And break down all of the actors who were almost cast. Some good. Ooh, Morgan Freeman as Hannibal Lecter. It's the Shawshank sequel I never knew I wanted. And some not so good. Kevin Costner as Neo. No! Why? How dare you? Find out the movies that might have been on And Almost Starring. Wherever you get your podcasts. Truth cast, beginning transmission. Nikki has a lower hole now. I wish I understood it more. I've noticed a lot of people would get mad when I would say the annals of her story. I would maybe 86 that from your lexicon. Once again, it is not my birthday. Don't be that asshole, Thomas. This is why he's like this. Thomas. T-minus 27. You went to Yale. Yes, I attended Yale. Did you finish? Oh, I came within a few credits. They've been able to hack into my brain. Ten. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Is one of you gonna come on us or like both of you? Like just tell me right now, tell me right now. You guys are crazy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Truth Cast, that is true revelations uncovered through heroism cast. I am Thomas Luge, and as always, I am here with my partner, Mr. Little Dicky Ricketts. And our intern Walter Allen Lincoln Clay. I am okay, I, I am also really... here. I am. I I don't think it's necessary to introduce the intern Dicky. Uh, he's just here for support. We don't. He's not part of the show. Can I get, uh, can I get you a water or a or an apple? Uh, can I get you a bag uh, water, or a water, coffee? Water perhaps? is fine. No, just wa- water. Water. Oh, just is fine water for, now. Yes, for all of us. Yes, one water for all of us. Would the, the guest? Would the guest like a bagel? We we haven't introduced the guest yet. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, yes, Walter, I'm, you I'm are stepping on, on the introduction I, as always. I am just an intern. Waiting for Dicky to finally, maybe, get a Klondike bar so I can get the hell out of here. Well, we asked you to go get Klondike bars, and you kept coming back with banana juice, okay? So I don't know what you want here. Well, nobody, this is not awful. Nobody took the bag off my head. I had a bag on my head for two days. I kept asking. All fairness, Thomas, once uh, Todd Lincoln Vampire Hunter was around, you were a little bit preoccupied. And uh, from what I know about listening to this comedy, uh, sorry, not a comedy podcast, an alternative news podcast. If you engage in certain sexual activities, you lose your remote viewing powers. So Uh, here, remote view this. What's my favorite Michael J. Fox movie? Uh, This is easy. Teen Teen Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, Teen. Yeah. Okay, well, 
Duh, that's everyone's favorite Michael J. Fox movie. We have a very esteemed guest. I, I scoured through previous episodes and could not find anyone who seemed legit, uh, who was willing to come back. Before uh, we start, so- before we start, uh, uh, Beat, can I get you, uh, can I, can I get you a coffee or a bagel? I just... Can, can I introduce our guest first, Walter? Yeah, p- please, Walter. You're going to introduce... We have a stop. very esteemed please. guest, and, and you're kind of hung. Uh, if... As an intern, you probably should have done that before we started recording. Oh, we're recording. We expect expect all of these things waiting for us in the studio before we even sat down. Yeah, we we know you want to be the third Mac, Walter, but, um, you know, it's all about timing. But I'd be the first Mac. You're the uh, first and second mix. You're right. You'd be the first Mac and we're first and second Mac. Anyway, our guest is a very esteemed research professional. She is a professor and a doctor. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Beatrice Ligia. Yes, hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you for meeting with us under these um, strange uh, accommodations of a basement studio. So so do do you go by beat? Generally, it's B, um, but if you would like to call me Beat, I would um, begrudgingly accept it. I'm sorry, you look kind of like a beat. Walter, if you do not bring us our waters, I will beat you. Now, please go get us our waters. I'll go get your damn waters. Would you like a coffee or a tea? I be- Earl Grey with a honey? I believe my rider listed decaf cappuccino. Would you happen to have have that with with oat milk foam? Of course, of with oat milk. Yes, of yes. course, oat milk. That's the only kind of milk we have here down in a a bunker six feet under the ground. Yes, oat milk. Hold on, let me just. Could put, you grab me a matcha green tea as well, too? Like real matcha, not matcha flavoring. Yes, of course. And and uh, Mister uh, Mister Lujgi, would you like a? Venti caramel macchiato with extra caramel drizzle, California style, with no foam, as as always. I uh, no, I I will keep it simple today, Walter. Just get me a soby green tea. Soby green tea. I'll just put the bag on my head and I'll I'll be right back, everybody. It's fine. I enjoy very much doing this. Make my matcha uh, California style. I like it when they put a little bit of avocado in it, which is really all California avocado style is. Right. So speaking of seaside towns like the town of California, uh, Dr. Uh, Beatrice Ligia here is an expert on sirens and harpies and mermaids and... I, I'm really hoping we can uh, dive maybe as a tangent into the sexual politics of the Disney movie, The Little Mermaid, and how it is not aging very well. You know, it's been some time that uh, since I've I've looked at that uh, firsthand source, I've really kept most of my research to um, books, it, mostly of the um, of the medieval variety, some ancient Greco-Roman text but um i am familiar with this piece of evidence the little mermaid you might have to refresh my memory a little bit because it has been some time maybe 28 years since i've watched it in it ariel gives up her voice in order to be with a man and i kind of feel like that's normalizing uh sexualization and uh subservience in females 
in uh, particularly in America because giving up their voice, you know. Let's also not forget that she gave up her voice to be with the man to escape the sexual uh, advances of one very queer lobster. I, I also feel like it normalized crabs. Go get my Sobe. You're right. It is an unusual and an unusual source considering the historical context of mermaids and um, other oh. aquatic sea folk, fish folk of that variety. That's not typical of, you know, especially female fish folk. They had, a, you know, they had autonomy over themselves and their bodies. Generally, they would seldom not murder a male human that they encountered. Mm. So it is unusual to have that sort of source material that's so dichotomous from, you know, what we have from earlier texts. Professor, could you rank for us maybe by level of wokeness sea creatures? The wokeness of sea creatures. Yes, please. In like the cryptozoological mm. cryptozoological sense, or in the um, um, cryptozoological. But if you could also add sea lions and seals to it, because I have theories about both. Okay, my expertise is not in biology, but I will oh. give it a shot. Um, based on what I do know of other sea folk. Um, So I will say at the top of the list, you have, for the most woke, I would say sea serpents. They are pretty much drawn to ships, boats of all kind. There's no sort of picking and choosing. They see a vessel, they sink it. Everybody is ripe for the taking. Uh, In that similar vein... um, the giant squid cephalopods, they are also pretty um, universal in the way that they attack human beings and humanoids. Then you have your lesser sea folk. You have your mermaids, your harpies, your um, sirens. I would consider them... Now, I, oh, mm. I, I feel like maybe the 28 years ago programming of The Little Mermaid just made you refer to sirens, harpies, and mermaids as lesser sea folk. Yes, that seems a bit insensitive for someone who's been so close to this subject. To right be now. fair... Like you're really putting krakens and stuff like that up higher, typically uh, known as male creatures because they are destroyers. We're, we're kind of a progressive show that is fair to be to be fair to myself i was also referring them in the context of size they are much larger oh. beings mm. oh to I be oh. to be perfectly frank and we were ranking them on on wokeness so i'm not sure how we've how to categorize them not on a scale when we are categorizing them on a scale I apologize, Professor. Yes, on on our, on our show, in in that context, when you're speaking of size, um, on on our show, instead of uh, referring to it as lesser, mm-hmm. we refer we refer to it as cute. Cute. Okay, so the cuter species of the sea. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, w- w- they can. They pretty much are in a similar sort of realm of attacking single gender humans. So they're pretty much, I I believe from what I understand from the ancient texts, harpies were far more malignant, more vicious towards their victims. Uh, Sirens were a little bit more um, deceptive, 
in their practices. Now, I, I understand that a lot of sirens uh, are living among the walking folk, making a living as first responders. Like I've heard of police sirens and fire sirens and ambulance sirens. Also, um, let's not forget the sirens that we test at the beginning of every month to warn us of tornadoes and various other natural disasters. Oh, this... no, Thomas, I think you're referring to Menses. This line oh, up, okay. uh, this, this line is rich. Barista! Barista! Excuse Walter, me. Walter, you're still, you're, you are in the studio, Excuse Walter. Excuse me. Take, I... the, take the bag off your head. Take the bag off Can your I head get and just a, go to the store. An Americano with goat cheese. Walter, 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 Walter. you are not in the store. You, you went out up the ladder and you came back down as always because you have the bag over your head take the bag off of your head and go to the store and get us what we want to drink please i, I apologize for this dr Lygia. um apparently in order to make uh the alternative truths more uh digestible thomas and walter here uh have combined this as some sort of uh comedy uh skit show this is not comedy it is not a skit walter just doesn't understand basic directions okay well we I, actually have a, a person who uh has a doctorate studying things and maybe we should focus more on her and less on walter i i am focused i am going i am leaving to get drinks as an intern what do you what do you want from me i'm doing everything in my abilities I, I can't travel through time anymore. Sure, I can walk. It's not helping. Can you, travel, can you travel through an open door? Please, leave. Go to the store. Fine, fine. Okay. Don't forget the professor's oat milk. Yes, I will not forget Beats goat milk. I've got it. I've written it all down. I know she, she wants to talk about herpes and... I... I what? I... I'll be back with your teas. God damn it. We should have probably just grub hubbed instead. I think we need to do that going forward here, Dickie. Do they know the address of your bunker? N n no, no. Walter, I don't know fortunately. the address of the bunker. And I've lived here for three weeks. Yes, Walter fortunately uh, does not have a very long-term memory. I've implanted a beacon into his brain, which naturally brings him back to the bunker without having to reveal where he is going. Fascinating. Yeah, uh, apparently this is a legit news website and not a, a comedy skit show. No, not at all. When I was researching your your show... I came across a lot of, you know, legitimate, interesting articles about you guys. So, Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, Thomas has done over 100 episodes. And um, well, I'm, and Dickie, three you're or four selling, are, you know, educational. Dickie, you're selling yourself short. You have been here for all the episodes as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. So ha have sirens with their musical voices charted in the American Top 40 uh, music charts? Are there any sirens that... Uh, Maybe we're familiar with, but didn't know that they were sirens. You know, to your earlier question, sirens as we know them today are derivative from the sirens that we once knew, because as you well know, they have to make money somehow. And oh. with bodies of birds and female heads, it's not easy to make a living in this society. So having licensed their 
their either their noise Whoa. or their ability to draw in or you know alarm they have been able to collect royalties off of that and uh, maintain a standard of living that they once knew in Greece. Oh. Would you say would you say that there have been strides for the siren community? I mean, very well-known siren Gwyneth Paltrow um, has had a very successful career. I believe Gwyneth Paltrow would, would be categorized under the harpy species rather no. than the siren. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it is... The, I guess, I guess the, the body of a bird threw me on that. That one. is the essence of my research. I'm trying to raise um, capital to go on an actual um, sea voyage to investigate this matter and really find the distinction, physical evidence of the distinction between harpies and sirens specifically, mm. and to make the distinction between mermaids, because I think mermaids really deserve that, especially as creatures mm. of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, now, yes, yes. Cardi B, do you have any th- theories on if she is a siren or a harpy? Because whenever I listen to Cardi B, I want to throw myself against the rocks. It's possible that she could be a hybrid species. It's possible that mm. she, um, you know, it's difficult to say, especially when you don't, um, you know, encounter them firsthand. But then again, if you do, you are likely to die. So it's it's so, difficult to really collect that evidence. Hmm. Could you say that possibly uh, Cardi B is uh, a product of global warming where harpy and siren communities where once lived in separate environments are now bleeding into one This is one very another. possible. I mean, this is all theoretical. I haven't been able to go out into the field yet to investigate these theories, but th- it's a possible theory, especially with climate change and their environments there, um, that are shrinking, that they're being forced into the same sort of habitats together. And they're being forced mm. to sort of like duke it out with their vocals, their shrill vocals. It's a possibility. It's encouraging to know that there are people... Uh, in the world doing very important work who um, agree that climate change is a good thing. It is, it is creating wonderful art. Um, it, is, it is bringing us very popular pop figures. Um, so yes, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged to know that there are some people willing to tell the truth here. To be perfectly frank, you know, there are, there are benefits. You know, there's silver linings to every disaster that befalls upon us. So in a, in a sense... Yes. <laughs> huh. Now, I feel like Thomas just scooped me a little bit on uncovering the truth that global warming is a good thing. I thought maybe I was on to something here. Um, Courtney Love, beautiful singing voice and murder of Kurt Cobain. Is she a siren or a harpy? Again, having not been able to have contact with Courtney Love and... Um, put my life into peril in, a, in, in pursuit of finding the truth in this instance, I would say that um, it's possible that she could be either a harpy or a siren. It is very difficult because, you know, with her hair and the, the volume of her, you know, her locks, it does, it does give the possibility of, um, of a siren. Well, well, she was also involved in the movie People versus Larry Flint. And Larry Flint, great truth teller, is also deceased now. So Coincidence? I think not. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think you're on to something, Dickie. It, it seems Courtney Love, it seems Courtney Love is just leaving a trail of destruction everywhere she goes. It's- I, you know, that's a, a line I might have to investigate and add in my footnotes in my eventual study. Now, sirens, harpies, and mermaids, 
one group more uh, prone to be intravenous drug users than another. Because maybe that's the way to like narrow it down. Could you explain your theory a little bit further, Dickie? I'm interested. I'm interested. Well, like if mermaids shoot the heroin, maybe Courtney loves a mermaid. I'm, I, I don't. Uh, that sounds ridiculous, Dickie. How would they get the needle through those scales? Oh, and do they call it instead of riding the horse? Do they call it riding the seahorse? I never thought of that. That is definitely, I've never seen that in the texts or the tomes, but it would make sense if they're on islands alone with each other, with only themselves and corpses as company, it would make sense that they would want to distract themselves with substances. Right. So it's possible. Uh, Barista, uh, barista, excuse me. Excuse me, Barisi. Oh, you look a lot like uh, uh, a lady, Beatrice, I've, I recently met. Could I order, please, an Americano with goat cheese? Uh, Dr. Lightyear, like, just pretend an, to be the barista. I think that's the only way this will end. I think that's going to be the easiest an way. Avocado, avocado slice, and then just a, a coffee. The one is for Beat, the other is for Dick. The other one's for for Tommy. Would you like yeah, any uh, pumps of syrup in any of those beverages? Uh, America, uh, yeah. Could I get them all California style? They're very, they're very. Uh, what's the word the kids are using? So sh- bougie. So sugar bougie. free. Sugar free. Sugar free syrup, yeah. and then uh, whipped cream with made with sugar free syrup as well. Is that? Sugar, that's a, sugar cream. Ca- that's California sugar, sugar. style. Yes. Made with. Yes, exactly. Okay. You look awfully fishy to me. You seem fishy. It could be my penchant for um, my perfume. That's probably it. You're really sucking me in here. I just take you back to the bunker. Is that where you want to go? I I do have an appointment at a bunker. I could make these coffees for you and then join you. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Please, yeah, it's melodic almost, your voice. A small case of herpes. Are you a herpes? Hey, dude, is that your wheelchair parked outside? Because you're double parked, bro. You're going to have to, like, go do something before the police get here. Excuse me, who are you, sir? I'm in line. I'm the next customer in line. I'm not Dickie. Obviously, you're not Dickie. You've got a very different voice. I would know if you were Dick or not immediately, even with this bag on my head. Yeah, why why don't you just go outside through the ladder over there and uh, move your wheelchair? Very strange arrangement on this bar stocks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. Professor. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go lock the door so he can't come back in. The barista is at the uh, coffee shop near the college that I work at. It's a similar experience. I'm very used to it. Oh, please don't. Oh, okay. Please don't apologize. Did you work as a barista when you were putting your, uh, getting your doctorate? Thankfully, no. I have very supportive parents, so I just did my dissertation at. Like, I worked on my dissertation at the coffee shop, but I didn't have to work in, like, the coffee shop making coffee. I just asked for coffee at the coffee oh, shop. Mm. And, and uh, mooch their free Wi-Fi. I get it. Yes, that's correct. Mm. That is what I did. But at the same time, I also supported a local business that may or may not have been a national chain. Uh, it it kind of sounds like your parents supported that business. You're very supportive parents. That, too. They also contributed financially to to this global coffee chain that was based oh, in my small town 
where I okay. did my dissertation. I, I'm sure they're very proud that you decided to uh, uh, get your doctorate and study cryptozoology. I mean, that seems like a marketable career path leading you to good choices, like going into an underground bunker where three strange men would be. But you do you, girl. That's what they told me when I graduated. Oh, did they say it with like sarcasm and disappointment or did they say it with pride? And did they snap their fingers? It's difficult to tell with those two. They are from Eastern Europe. So everything is said with a layer of condescension, Mm. whether it's positive or condescending. Could Thomas and I uh, maybe call your dad? It's possible, but he does not like to be bothered in any capacity. No, we, we wouldn't be a bother. We wouldn't be a bother. He, I, I think he would very much enjoy hearing from us. Yeah, it's supporting his daughter, the famous Dr. Lygia. I think he, um, he was placated when I made my first appearance on the History Channel for um, my expertise. And, and to be okay. fair, my... In my professional capacity at the college, there is no cryptozoological department. So I uh, I teach literature and folklore because they don't officially wow. recognize, you know, this the subject. Mm. But in the History Channel, I am a consultant cryptozoological anthropologist. Can I see mm. your thumb for a second? Okay, unlocking your phone and uh, under D for Dad, and uh, it's ringing. Uh, uh, hello, uh, Mr. Lygia? Hello, this is uh, Pete, my daughter. No, uh, no, 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 this isn't no. Pete. We're, we're associates of uh, Dr. Beatrice. Your voice changed yes. too much. Uh, are you beat? D- doctor, will you no, please no, no, no. let your father know what's going on here? Cześć, tato. Niet, niet. Dad, I'm so sorry. These are my... Uh, these are my colleagues. Um, they, they, Ooh. my, my, my work colleagues, Dad. You know, at my job. Yes, yes. Disappointment. Yes. Yes, Dad. Uh, but proud, very proud of you. Thanks. With oh, okay. That, that yes. that's all we were calling to see was if you were proud of. Uh, very proud. proud, of proud. Okay. Doctor, not the right one. Goodbye. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, your dad is very proud of you. That that is great news. Yes, it's very encouraging. He uh, he just he, he's happy that I'm educated. That's usually enough for Eastern European parents. Hello, you've locked me out. I have these coffees. They're burning hot. They didn't give me a tray. They said Jesus I don't. Jesus Christ! Need how it. loud is he? That door is made of solid steel. How are we hearing him through it? I, I I'm. I think we should wrap up this episode. I have a couple commercials here. Ad sponsors. First one is for Grubhub.com. Can you not get your colleagues to go to a coffee chain and get the right drink for you without them getting lost in a broom closet? Go to Grubhub.com and use coupon code Herpes. I think that was supposed to be Harpies. Oh, yeah. Thomas, did you write that? This says chorse. You know, seahorse is S-E-A horse, not C-H-O-R-S-E. No, you there's a there's a dash. I don't you see, but it's a dash. still not chores. I didn't get no, but there's a there's a dash between the C and the C. But it's not C the letter C. Okay, but I'm anyway, just using shorthand. Go to grubhub.com and oh, and uh, we even though we're not a uh, a comedy show at all, uh, 
Uh, doctor, uh, would you please read? Uh, we're actually sponsored this week by an Indianapolis performance artist uh, slash comedian, uh, writer, photographer, jack of many trades, Pauline Shipula. Uh, can, can you read the promo that she's provided for us? Pauline Shipula's promo? Yes, please. <clears throat> Looks like she does a lot. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the Indianapolis area and you are looking for a new profile photo, a new profile bio, maybe a couple words on Twitter to make your friends think you're funny, message Pauline Shapula on Facebook to get a quote today. Yeah, great visual artist and performance artist. I am a fan. Normally, I am not a fan of the people that sponsor the show, but uh, this week I am. Well, I, I'm sorry to make you uh, do commercial, like be an ad pitch person, doctor. Anything to raise funds for my expedition. I will. There's oh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. We're a nonprofit show. We are not raising funds for you. Well, if any of your listeners are generous. Historically speaking, not so much based on the performance of our Patreon. Well, if any of your listeners can keep me in their thoughts while I attempt to raise money for this expedition, I would be very appreciative. True heroes, please send Dr. Beatrice Ligia your thoughts and prayers. Yes, please, please. So we can uncover the truth behind harpies, mermaids, and sirens. I, I didn't get any chorse meat. I have no chorse meat. I, I, I didn't know people wanted food. I didn't know there was a request for chorse meat. I would have got it while I was out. Thank you for listening to The Truthcast. Thank you for listening to The Truthcast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, please rate. I would tell you to like and subscribe to the podcast, but I've already hacked into your computers and done it for you.